as we begin looking at verses 9 to 11 of Philippians 2, all I want to do in this session of Look at the Book is focus on the implications of this one word. Therefore, God has highly exalted him, Jesus, and bestowed on him a name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In other words, this is a massive, universal, total, all-inclusive exaltation. Every knee going down, every tongue being loosed, Jesus Christ, Lord of all in the universe. And it all is flowing through this. Therefore, this happened. Therefore, this happened. So, Father, as we focus now on the implications of this, therefore, oh God, help us to see its implications not only for Jesus, which is all important, but for ourselves, which is so personally important for us. I ask this in his name, Jesus' name. Amen. So, to know what the therefore refers back to, which results in such an amazing exaltation, we go back and we realize that Jesus who though he was in the form of God, this is the paragraph just before, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, took the form of a servant, born in the likeness of men, found in human form, humbled himself, becoming obedient unto death, even death on a cross. So, Wherefore, why was it that he was exalted? He was exalted because of humility. He was exalted because of perfect obedience. He was exalted because of suffering, exquisitely, Everybody would know that from this word cross. And he was exalted because he died. That is, he was obedient all the way. He was humbly and perfectly obedient through suffering all the way to death. Therefore, God has highly exalted him. The exaltation of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, and the rule of Jesus the supreme authority of Jesus over every name is owing to the fact that Jesus came from God and fulfilled his mission of perfection and obedience and suffering and death completely. And God rewarded him with exaltation. A couple of other texts to confirm this. This is Hebrews 13, 20. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead the Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant. And it's more obvious in the original language than it is here, but it's pretty obvious here. He brought again from the dead the Lord Jesus by the blood. This resurrection brought again from the dead was by the blood. This blood was so complete 
in its suffering and sacrifice and death that God rewarded this blood of the covenant with resurrection from the dead. Or here it is again in Hebrews 2, 9. We see him, Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering and death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. So we've seen in three texts now that the suffering and the death of Jesus is the reason God crowned him with glory and honor. One more text on this from the mouth of Jesus. Here's John 10, 17. For this reason, the Father loves me, Jesus says, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. So the laying down of the life here was the reason the Father loved him. Now, of course, the Father loved him before that. And the Father enjoyed the Son from all eternity. But there was a peculiar expression of the love of the Father for the Son in the taking up of the dead body of Jesus into resurrection, which is owing to because he laid down his life for us. So in four texts, at least now, we have seen that this, therefore, is owing to Jesus' humility and obedience and suffering and death perfectly and completely executed on our behalf so that God, with a great beaming smile, all of his wrath having been spent on Jesus, lifts him from the grave and exalts him and gives him a name above every name and makes every knee go down and every tongue confess this is a worthy, crucified and risen Savior and Lord. But now here's an all-important thing to realize. The point of the text just before, the point of bringing up the story of Jesus' suffering and death was to show us how to live ourselves and to make it possible. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. John Piper and all you who are listening, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, this is, the, this is why Jesus is introduced as one who humbled himself and became obedient unto death, because we are being called in humility to count others more significant than ourselves, just like Jesus did in not counting equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptying himself. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but to the interests of others. So the whole, the whole practical point of this magnificent text is to help us and empower us and enable us to be humble servants of other people's interests at much cost to ourselves, just like it cost Jesus suffering and death, so that this therefore is now our therefore. It's ours. 
Therefore, we will be exalted if we follow Jesus in this. We will be exalted if we are united to Jesus in this. And that you can see repeatedly as well. Here's Jesus in Luke 18, 14. Everyone who exalts himself is going to be brought down and humbled. But the one who humbles himself will be exalted. That's what that therefore means for Jesus. That's what that therefore means for us. Or James 4.10, humble yourselves therefore before the Lord and he will exalt you. Or 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 to 7. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud. He gives grace to the humble. What kind of grace does he give to the humble? Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. And if it seems fearful to do that, to humble yourselves like Jesus did, even in obedience unto the death of the cross, remember, you can cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So this is probably... Not to overstate it, just about the most important therefore in the Bible. It certainly was the most important therefore in the life of Jesus. Without this therefore, he'd still be in the grave. And since the whole argument is to help us be humble, to help us count others more significant than ourselves, to help us look not just to our own interests like selfish worldly people, but to look to the interests of others and serve others and to have the mind that, of Christ, that mind that was in Christ, to help us. He says, if you have this mindset like Jesus, therefore, you too will be highly exalted. Oh, what a promise and strength in the midst of costly sacrifices and service for others.